Pixel Clicks Podcast. I'm Jordan Pollock, and this week's shirt is brought to you by Rainbow Six Siege, who we are not sponsored by. Podcast listeners, remember to follow us on Twitter at Pixel Clicks Pod to see this week's shirt in picture form. That again is Pixel Clicks Pod because we could not fit the cast. But as always, I am not alone. The director and improv comedian Sergio Lopez is here. Billy Joe. The ambassador for the PC Master Race, Cody Franklin, is here. My new favorite thing is yelling in Cantonese. <laughs> Can you give us an example, Cody? No, it's no. I'll explain it when we talk about Shadowrun. But I want an example. I don't know how to do it. I just like. <laughs> and of course, he who does not need an example, Shane Carpenter, is here. Hey, I like that one. That, that was a good one. I like that one actually. Surprising. <laughs> uh, uh, podcast <laughs> listeners, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm sick right now. Uh, and that's mostly sick of all this bad news. Yeah, I am sick of this bad news. Uh, apparently. Uh, John Smedley left Daybreak Daybreak Game Studios, which um, I don't know if you guys have been following the, this this saga that has been Daybreak Game Studios. Uh, but uh, Cody, why, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? So the artist formerly known as Sony Online Entertainment is now Daybreak Game Studios. Uh, We've talked about that on past podcasts, but indeed we have. Yeah, you know, basically Sony got uh, bought out by some other guys and became Daybreak Game Studios, and they've been still doing their thing with EverQuest and well, I actually just saw a really interesting thing. They're gonna do a, uh, I think like a cheaters only server for EverQuest. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I heard about that. That that's a that's a cool yeah. idea. Go hog wild, but uh, and of course Planet Side Two and all that jazz, but. Uh, Smedley has, John Smedley's long been the captain of the ship over there, and now he's no longer the captain of the ship. According to Reddit, uh, the conspiracy theory is he went on to make a new video game company called Smedley Games, and he's going to have Smedbucks <laughs> and all that good stuff. Every game's going to be... It's like Sid Meier presents Civilization, but it's going to be John Smedley presents... Something. Smedley side... Smedley Side 3. Planet. Smedley's Isle. Planny Smed? Um, I don't think this is such great news for Daybreak Game Studios. Yeah, it's kind of rough. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... The, the, uh... Does anybody actually want to work for Daybreak Studios anymore? They're actually hiring a lot of people again. I've been following Planet Side 2 development, and but, they did that typical... Take uh, the job? Yeah, some people have been. They hired a lot of people back on that they fired... So it's it's weird how they do that with the video game. I guess you know it's the typical. You first get hired, they clear out everybody, and then they realize, oh, we actually Plant Side Two is actually kind of cool. We should hire some of these people back. Yeah, that's weird type of thing. But uh, but without Smedley, so his departure is uh, depending on who you ask, is good or bad. I mean, he's been controversial with stuff like Star Wars Galaxies. Which he's apologized about, but uh, you know, love him or hate him, you, there's few game developers and game, and more importantly, game developer CEOs that are nearly as uh, 
intense and excited and invested in video game development as he was. Very true. So it's hopefully uh, he finds something cool to do now. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where he goes. But uh, it's gonna be rough for Daybreak. You know, Higby, the lead, uh, former lead developer for Plant Side Two, had always said. Uh, if Smedley leaves, that's the end. So well, we'll have to see. <laughs> y- yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, Planetside has been doing well. Uh, the beta is still going on 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 PS4. I don't know. Is it still the beta, or is the full game actually out now for I PS4? I think it's full release. Is it full release now? Okay, that's that's yeah. great. I haven't played it in a while because um, there's just so many other things that have been uh, in the news. Lately, for instance, reviews for Metal Gear Solid Five have finally come out, and spoiler alert! Get hype! Yeah, it's like tens, nines, like across the board. Apparently, it's it's a masterpiece. According to IGN, might, it is. According to IGN, might yeah. Say those reviews are pretty Metal Gear Solid. Oh! I went there. Fuck you. <laughs> it's Metal Gear Solid 5 out of 5. You shut the fuck up. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh, you want to say something, Shane? Ah. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm not a Metal Gear Solid fan, so... Oh, you, you get the... Why don't you shove you your mouth inside your ass? <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful news about the whole Metal Gear Solid the, stuff. The, the whole Metal Gear Solid saga. Not only just the games, but I mean also the stuff with Kojima and Konami. Like, mm. I feel like this is... I'm not going to say it's the perfect FU to Konami from Kojima. It's not the FU to Konami. It's a good... Gonna no, like, they're going to make tons of money. money we're making. Yeah, it's a good um, ending to a saga, yeah. yes. In the sense of, like, Kojima and his saga of being a game yeah. maker for Konami. Um, yeah, I'm... I, also a good, also a good, uh, you know, effort, you know. Yeah, it's like you guys got rid of me, but guess what? I'm still a genius. My game is still exactly what I want it to be. So, hey, it's it's, it's a perfect swan song for uh, Kojima's tenure at Konami. So, you know, it's, once it's, again, full disclosure: none of us have played the game yet. It's not out. We do not have any sort of access to this. We're just basing it off of all the reviews we've read and stuff like that. That being said. It's I'm a little bummed out that uh, the reviews that I've read have said like the story is just yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah apparently, um, of all the things in Metal Gear, it's the story that that is the weakest the weakest part even, about it. Even freaking IGN's review is like ten out of ten masterpiece. The story kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, what? It's, <laughs> That's IGN right there. But, yeah. but <laughs> a game a game that is usually so solid, you know, with its story is now. More liquid. Jesus Christ! Oh, oh shit! We're doing it tonight. All right. Could you say that I'm a, we're inserting? Uh, don't worry. Some... Don't worry. Let me. Let me just. Let me uh, fix that, Sergio. Yeah, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Why don't you st- stick those words up your eyeball and then shit it out? Why don't you okay. go drink some venom, Sergio? <laughs> hmm? Venom snake. Uh, anyway, what? I, I I feel like the, this whole thing with you know ten out of ten, five out of five, whatever. It it's really, and then there's still problems with the game. It's really indicative of how review scores don't really make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, like it says, I it use, sounds, guys. I'm actually kind whenever of I review a, a game or a movie, I use a banana scale as opposed to a, a scale of, um, you know, 10 out of 10 or 5 out of 5. Like, uh, me, me personally, I use a scale of uh, play it or don't play it. You know, that's that's basically, or I recommend it or I don't recommend it. Most of the time I recommend That's games. Why. And what I mean, yeah, what I mean by banana scales, I put the game on top of a banana scale, depending on how much it weighs, is the score that I give it. <laughs> Are we measuring this in like how many bananas or is it ounces? Ounces? Okay. That mm-hmm. that's that's fair. Grams. Yeah, but then also there's the girth to it that you have to weigh and then how many bruises are on it. That depends on what its quality is. Well, that's perfect. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned girth, uh, Sergio, because there's a game that has been bothering me for a very long time because there was not a lot of girth to it. And that game is Destiny. Now, apparently... Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm angry right now. Are we just going to stop talking about Metal Gear Solid well, right now? Is that Sergio, what's happening? Uh, you and I both you know. You realize you're going to talk about it for three hours and two weeks. Yes. You and I both know, Sergio, that if we continue to talk about Metal Gear, that both of us are not going to stop talking about Metal Gear. Save it. I want, I want the listeners to know, because this is not a video version, that this... I, 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 I am speechless right now because I want three hours now. Same here. But anyway, respect your decision. Let's continue. Like, I... I'm trying hard, no. I'm trying hard not to talk no. about it more. But the Taken King for Destiny is apparently changing everything that was crappy about Destiny to begin with. Um, yeah. And they're adding a bunch of stuff that should have been in the game from the very start. Uh, Shane, have you, have you been keeping up with uh, Destiny and all that stuff? Yes. So, let's run it down, everybody. So... <laughs> Destiny of the Taken King will take away your life score. Not completely, but it will basically turn into you level up like a standard MMO now. Now, you may be saying to yourself, dear listener, this sounds kind of shitty. It means I'm going to have to grind for more XP. Well, let me tell you, no you're not. Because XP rates should be going up along with a better quest system. Because you can actually track quests now. <gasps> you couldn't. You couldn't oh, do it oh, before. Oh. You couldn't do it before. <laughs> you, oh had, you had the bounties, and you could track your bounties. But if you had a quest, good fucking luck figuring out what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, just say right. Oh. <laughs> um, but anyway, so XP is going up. Light is turning into basically the more light you have, the more damage, health, and something else that you have but it's not actually like a level it's more of a your character is now super strong because you have x amount of life it's more like a, like a, a passive buff now right yeah basically yeah. more light you have the more your passive buff goes up um so it's kind of like a scale leveling system instead of what it was, which was light, basically dictated what you could and couldn't do in the game. Would you say it's? Uh, Girl, would so you say it's a banana scale? It is a banana scale now. <laughs> it's catching on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should you should see the pleased smile on Sergio's face right now. <laughs> I'm gonna start. A, I'm gonna start a movement of just you know everyone's gonna start reviewing. Ebert's gonna come back and. Uh, <laughs> He's going to reveal 
all his movies uh, with banana scales. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I was, I was drinking water when Sergio said that. I almost spat it all over my laptop. Um, oh, yeah. And um, exotics. I know a lot of, lots of people are upset because their current exotics are going to be like stinky cheese. Yeah. Not really that good anymore. But um, Bungie came out and basically said like there will be a tier of exotics which are good to go for the next expansion because they'll basically be upgradable to scale up to the current max level. Yeah. So that's a nice way of getting around it. And I think just in general taking game will make the game better. But hey, it's kind of dumb because you beta tested the base game for a year. Congratulations. jeez. Oh, everybody. That's literally what happened. <laughs> it was like when... And you get to pay $60 again. I'm, I'm still kind of mad about the fact that, you know, the Destiny Alpha came out a year and a half ago, and it's like, okay, this is cool, this is a nice little taste of the game. Then the beta came out, and it was kind of the same thing. And I was like... Yep. Well, you'd realize that now betas mean nothing. True. You know? Very, true. very true. true. With a few exceptions. Let me put that caveat there in there. Are, there are a few exceptions. Like, uh, um... Let's say... Let's, I'd say Final Fantasy Fifteen is an exception. Yes, that, Dark Souls games are good exceptions too. Yeah, for betas. Yeah, I didn't know there is betas for Dark Souls. There are, there are. Sergio. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, would Would you consider uh, Diablo's public test realms betas? Yeah, <laughs> those, those are games in general have good betas. Yeah, I would say. Maybe oh, like the like the, like the uh, Mr. Pandaria beta that. I, th- that's a reference I'm using because that's the last time I played WoW. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. But yeah, but yeah, th- the Destiny beta wasn't very different from the actual Alpha beta, and then the game came out. And I'm like, okay, so this is the game. It was just, th- it was just the beta. <laughs> it was basically uh, only like ten more levels on top of the beta. Yeah, no, it was not. And people still played the crap. I still played the crap out of that game. That's how I. That's how I know. We all did. That's how I know. It's not a good game. Uh, well, because of all these changes, I feel like it's a perfect opportunity for me to be. Playing yeah. No. Uh, because now, now, if you haven't been playing Destiny, get the Taken King. It actually, it actually sounds like it's going to be a, a good game now. So that, now's the perfect time to yeah. jump and in. It, and it will include all of the previous content yeah. that is released. Uh. But what was it like? If you if you do have all the other stuff, it's you're paying forty dollars for the Tengen King, which is a, a bad deal yeah. compared to the other deal. It's kind of a shitty deal. It, but anyway, <clears throat> but jeez. Oh, but re- really quick. Uh, uh, so if you, when you look at the, the calendar for games that are coming out um, this year, uh, in terms of shooters, like the top five that are coming out, it's what Call of Duty, Black Ops Three. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront, Halo 5, uh, Destiny, The Taken King, and yeah. Rainbow Six Siege. But, um, Rainbow Six Siege ain't a fall game anymore. Because that was supposed to come out in like three, four weeks from now? Like in September? Yeah. What a surprise. Well, actually, no. <laughs> that's a smart deal because it's going to get. It's going to get hammered if it came out in September. Yeah. Yeah, you know who else is going to get pummeled? Mad Max. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Mad Max. 
No comment. If you guys didn't, you since you guys can't see, we all basically crossed ourselves and kissed the sky. No, nope. oh, Sergio and Jordan. Nice no, that's why. <laughs> that's all everybody, right? Nope. It's, it's the people it. that matter because we're minorities. It's true. We got in because we had the exception. Boo, Obama, boo, boo. we made it. <laughs> Obama, we did it. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> 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 so yeah, Rainbow Six Siege was going to be coming out in September, but they put but Ubisoft pushed it back to December. Which two things? They pushed it back because it was going to get pummeled in September by all the other games around it. I mean, Metal Gear, Mad Max, and then in October we would have Halo, and then November is Call of Duty and uh, Fallout Four and Destiny. Oh, Destiny's in September also. September. Yeah. So yeah, just Rainbow Six would have been just demolished. In in the, those months, they moved it to December. Now December's a weird month to put any game. Let me just put that out there. That's supposed to be because it's December is spoiler alert after Black Friday. Yeah. And statistically, people also Santa's elves got to make all those games. True. I mean, they're programming as best they can. Very true. I mean, uh, statistically, people usually buy electronics, video games and stuff on Black Friday oh, and they usually Friday. save that stuff for Christmas. Granted, there's more Christmas sales but they're typically not as good as Black Friday sales. Um, so, Rainbow Six is coming out at a point in time where it's after Black Friday but before Christmas sales. So, why would people even buy it in December? Like, this, Still could this, save it for Christmas sale stuff, yeah. Yeah, I I think it's kind of like it's a good. Battlefield Hardline type thing where they yeah. realize they need a lot more time to get it going because that e- it had a lot of hype at E3. But, yeah, uh, from when I was following it when they did the the little beta not long ago, people weren't too excited about that beta. So I think they went back to the drawing boards a little bit. That's a pretty big pushback. It is. I mean, personally, I I. I, I, I like delays. Delays are good because it means, oh, hey, we know the game's not quite where we want it, so we got to put more time into it. That's totally fine. Uh, I just don't know about um, putting it out in December. Like, maybe wait till February-ish because also January, statistically, things don't do well in January because everyone is playing all their Christmas games and stuff, so people are probably not going to buy a game in January. Um... I mean, I played I played Rainbow Six Siege uh, at San Diego Comic Con, where I got this shirt that uh, you guys can see if you follow us on Twitter at PixelClicksPod. Uh, <laughs> um, I had fun with it. It's a fun game. Um, I like how the gunplay feels at where it should be. I mean, it feels like a good shooter, competent shooter. Uh, AI seems smart enough to do things that you would not expect. There's a point in time where. Uh, me and my team were disarming a bomb, so we were like covering all the um, access points to the room we were in. And all of a sudden, the wall behind me exploded, and the AI came flooding in through there. So I wasn't expecting that. That's something that doesn't happen in shooters at all, really. So well, I was really into it. Um, yeah, I, I, delays are good, but I think Rainbow Six is now in a even worse position than it was in before. In September, so I don't know how that's going to go for it. Um, have you guys ever played a Rainbow Six game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe the Rainbow Six uh, Vegas and Vegas Two. Those are really fun. No, those fun. are the dumb <laughs> ones. I played Rainbow Six. 
I played uh, the Rainbow Six from Xbox One. That was a dope one. Uh, no, I, not to det- not to take anything away. Rainbow Six Vegas was pretty yeah. dope. It was really awesome. That's when they introduced that crazy cool cover mechanic and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I guess what I'm sure the cool thing across m- the board from my the one that I liked to his is that I still love how they were they were just like you get shot a couple times and you're dead. No, no, yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> Especially the first one. If like a splinter hit you from a ricocheting bullet, you're dead. Uh, it was it was it's like. I, there, it was like playing The Rock when everyone comes out from underneath the sewer into the shower room over and over again because everybody just gets massacred. It was awesome. Pregnant pause. So, <laughs> was like, that was very awkward. Yeah, so I'm looking at uh, this picture that someone posted online. It's, it's showing the best-selling games on PS4 and Xbox One currently, so I'm guessing this is all pre-orders and stuff. Uh, so for PS4, we have Call of Duty Black Ops 3, uh, Destiny the Taken King, Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain, uh, NBA 2K16, FIFA uh, 2016, Until Dawn, which that comes out next week, uh, this week, actually, today for this podcast week. listeners, yeah. um, Madden 16, Fallout 4, Star Wars Battlefront, and I can't tell what that anime game is at all, but it's PlayStation, so... Persona 5. Uh, it's not Persona 5. Well, Persona 5 is coming out this year. It is coming out this year. Well, are are you sure it's coming out this year? I wonder if... uh, I'm 99% sure it's coming out this year. I wonder if Madden 16 will pick up from the cliffhanger from Madden 15 and, like, end the saga. We can only hope. For Xbox One, One, the the top 10 selling games are Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, Fallout 4, Madden 16, uh, uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Call of Duty Blops 3. Oh, yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh, uh, Tom Clancy's The, the Division. Uh, Destiny Taken King. Halo 5. And Batman Arkham Knight. So. Gotta tell you, my excitement level for The Division is slowly declining. Mine too. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. 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 When they announced that it's, one it area, looks like it's, it's going to be like the, the big area to go to and it's forced PvP. I was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Fuck you. I ain't getting with that. Yeah, it just—it looks like it's just gonna. It might be like, uh, what was that game with the uh, Chicago? Watchdogs. Uh, Watchdogs. Yeah. It looks like it looks like it's just gonna like sales wise and reception wise, it's gonna be like Watchdogs, where it's like when it first got show, you're just like, fuck yeah, yeah. and then eventually uh, that turned into it gets, a decisive. Yeah, that sucks. No, oh, I still have not. Beaten I still like the man. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if it was a decisive. This sucks. It was more of like a not as good as I wanted. Yeah, no. Like I enjoyed Watch Dogs. I haven't beaten it because other things came out and I got bored. Um, but yeah, could have been better. I liked it. Fuck you guys. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying it's a boring game. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. One time. Talking about a game that some people think is boring, but other people think is fantastic, is The Witcher 3, which uh, got its new game plus mode this week, uh, last week, whenever you're listening to this. I gotta be be honest, remember that? Remember how I was talking about uh, my whole thing about, like, uh, uh, open world games and how I just, like, stopped suddenly? Yeah. Same thing. I can't. I just couldn't. 
So now it's, it's, it's my it's my deal. It's my issue. I have the my same issue. thing, but this All right. for Witcher three, I managed to beat it because I only focused on the main story. Goal. Yeah, I. That, That's which, probably what I got to do. I still yet yeah. to beat that game myself. I still haven't beat it. Open world <laughs> That's games. just because I haven't gone back yet. I'm gonna go back now that New Game Plus is out. Yeah, but it's, I still it's, want to say it was really game. great. Like, like Metal Gear Solid Five. I'm gonna have to play only the main storyline, otherwise oh, I'm gonna Hell get no. Lost. No, Metal Gear Solid Five, I will play everything. Yeah, no. I, will, sure you will. I will find sure all you of will. it. All of it. All of it is gonna be in my like, pocket. I, I intend to try to do everything in Metal Gear, but I mean it might be like The Witcher or Arkham Knight where I play a bunch of it, and then with in the case of Witcher, I kind of just stopped because other things came out, and then with Arkham Knight, I just focused on the story because I'm like, I am not going to do all these tank battles and pull these mines out of the ground because that's another tank battle. So, and you do what you want, guy who takes the place of other guy that you beat in game that I'm not going to spoil right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Open world games. We open world games. Right. Open world games, which are uh, also how division looking disappointing. Switch. Also, uh, new game plus. New game plus. Yes, new game plus. Apparently, if you beat the game and then you're like not level like twenty, you're not level. If you beat the game before you're level twenty five or something like that, when you go to new game plus, you are automatically level two twenty five, I believe. It's either, yeah, either twenty five so. or thirty, something like that. One of the things oh. I thought too that was really cool is, is they did listen to the complaints that people had where like the last third of the game I would say it yeah. becomes really easy because your stats are just so retardedly yeah. higher than everything else <laughs> and uh, from what I've heard of New Game Plus that's not the case like you get way less stats per level for leveling up and the armor's not quite as crazy as it was <coughs> stuff like that like there was a video I saw on Reddit where somebody uh was fighting a level thirty rat and just got their ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone and when you play the first time, it's like, wait a sec, rats can even fight? I just one shot them off, right? So it's like, oh yeah, and they're you know, they're not anything to fuck around with in the new game plus. So, see, I I feel like a lot of games, a lot of games don't do new game plus like that, which they should be done like that because yeah, that's definitely. that's amazing. That get that's more value. I mean. Uh, not to knock a classic and my all-time favorite RPG of all time, Chrono Trigger. Uh, there's a new game plus mode in that, so you beat the game, you get all the, this amazing weaponry and armor. Then you go into new game plus, and then everything is, just stays the same level. So it's literally a cakewalk the entire time in new game plus mode. Granted, you could beat the game at any point you want in Chrono Trigger when it's your new game plus mode, but still, like I would, I would have liked a difficulty spike, like. A game that could have really, really benefited from that is Borderlands. Like, any of the Borderlands games, you know, you beat the game once and then you could go back with all your stuff, especially in Borderlands 2, but you're way too powerful for anything in the game, and you get way too powerful at the end of the game to begin with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, since I'm talking about Borderlands, we might as well just go into the whole Gearbox stuff with uh, uh, how they now own Duke Nukem. Pew. Lukem? Duke Lukem. Luke Duke Lukem. Duke Duke Lukem. Nuke Dukem. Nuke Dukem. Well, howdy, partner. Uh, the Duke. So, yeah, so, so, uh, uh, Gearbox won the, uh, court case against, uh, was it 3D Realms, right? 3D Realms, yeah. 
Yeah, so basically Randy Pitchford now owns Duke Nukem, which makes sense because he used to make textures and stuff for Duke Nukem way back in the day for 3D Realms. Yeah. It's kind of a weird cycle. It's kind of sucky that their whole case finished on. You screwed up Duke Nukem forever, so... <laughs> yeah. You should give it to us. It's not our fault. I know we published it, but you screwed it up. <laughs> I mean, Randy Pitchford is a known magician. He is a known magician, so he made that Duke Newcomb license disappear right from under their nose. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, they're just going to obsess over him, and they're like, how did you do it? They're going to go to Nikola Tesla, and they're going to... Like you know, they're gonna say, "Make me a machine that does the same thing," and they're just gonna keep cloning Duke Nukem's and drowning them and so, killing them <laughs> until, so that they can perform the same trick until they finally have the license deal. Got the movie. Only to Good know movie. that the only reason uh, uh, Randy Pitchford uh, could pull that off is because he had a twin brother who lost his finger. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Best He's the real magician in the entire world. <laughs> I would still love to watch that movie, even though I know that ending because it just <laughs> sounds insane, and I just want to see. It's insane. Kind of it's a great movie. It's great. It's this. It, the moment you know it's insane is when you see a bunch of like hats just thrown across this guy's lawn, and you're just like, "What?" And then cats. And, and, and listeners, if you don't know what movie we're talking about, we're not going to say the title. So, hey, maybe yeah. we You can't spoil something you don't know what it is. That's true. Yeah, that's very very true. <laughs> I'm Titanic. <laughs> Hey, someone told me that the ship sinks at the end. How dare they? Actually, um, it's uh, the plot for Deadpool that's coming out next year. <laughs> so congratulations, everybody. You're spoiled in advance. <laughs> uh, so so I, I was wondering about this whole uh, uh, you know, Duke Nukem thing. What, do you guys, what would you guys want uh, Gearbox to do with Duke Nukem? Nothing. <laughs> uh, they should make an uh, uh, XCOM-like game where there's just like eight... Uh, Duke Nukem's walking around, and you gotta, okay. you gotta control them to fight off uh, aliens. Though knowing Duke Nukem, it's probably like alien babes that are half naked, uh, that are slightly racist, mm. you know, in tone. Uh, <laughs> I like, and, I like uh, where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just this saying this. Is pro- if places. we're talking Duke Nukem, all of them are like they're like they're like racist generalization of uh, women from certain types of ethnicities that he has to fight. And uh, he has, you know, what does he, what does he got to do? He's got to punch babies to reload his ammo and or something. Probably. Who knows? This this sounds like uh, an amazing game that w- which will definitely be better than Duke Nukem Forever. Uh... <laughs> That's probably what they originally tried to do, and they're like, guys, 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 uh, XCOM came out. We can't do that. It already been done. So let's do something else. And they just changed it over again. I want to see. They did. They did that a bunch of times during the. I want to see a crossover with Borderlands. Oh, he's he, he's one of the Vault Hunters. <laughs> yes, I you know he's how one uh, of the Vault Hunters, or he replaces Handsome Jack as the villain of Borderlands. Kind of like how they're doing with Battletoads. Uh, he's going to pop up in random games now and again, just to bring the his uh, just to so people know him. Yeah. So, like in uh, Halo Wars Two, he's going to be like a special <laughs> unit that just comes out. I'm here uh, to bubblegum. Yeah. You know, I, he just kills the three Spartans that are with you, so that he can kill the bad guys. You know, I'm gonna yeah. call this right now. Duke Nukem is gonna appear in Battleborn. Just, oh, that's fine. But his that's actually a pretty needs to be balls of steel. Oh God, 
and yeah. he shoots balls of steel. <laughs> I could see that. He becomes invincible I think, yeah. and shoots ball bearings. Yeah. He becomes invincible by tearing off his clothes and so that you know, there's more of him to shoot, but you can't because he's invincible. Or he's invincible and just Also Mark part. Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg shows up behind him in a Se- in a Seahawks jersey uh, from the movie Invincible. <laughs> if you guys have never listened to it, fellow podcast listeners, look up Ventrilo Harassment, Duke Nukem, Balls of Steel. Oh, jeez. And thank me later. Balls of steel. <laughs> I've got balls of steel. What are you trying to say? I've got balls of Jordan, steel. Jordan, you did that really good. <laughs> I've got balls of steel. <laughs> that's actually a really good interpretation of what's it John St. John John St. John yeah who's got balls the easiest of steel name to remember. hello everyone I'm Duke Nukem welcome to my bad <laughs> what's it hi everyone I don't know he's very breathy he's very breathy <laughs> it sounded a bit too much like DSX <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> every voice you do <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Adam Jensen, and I've got balls I never of steel. <laughs> literally, I literally have balls of steel because I have no legs. And well, don't worry, I never Adam asked Jensen. For these balls of steel. I never asked for my balls of steel either. We're totally naming podcasts "Balls of Steel." <laughs> I don't know where to go from here, guys. Threat <laughs> derailed. Um, Everybody's talking about balls. Okay, I, I, guess, I guess since we're talking about court cases and whatnot, uh, a thing happened that will probably be a court case sometime down the line. Fig was launched. Um, Fig is basically a competitor for Kickstarter, which was started by um, Tim Schafer from Double Fine. A do, uh, the, of course. Who's the main guy from Oblivion Studios or whatever? I don't know. There's these people from the gaming, from different game developers, whatnot. They came together and created Fig, for, which is a competitor for uh, Kickstarter, and um, basically it's like you know uh, a crowdfunding platform in which people can invest in, for which you can get swindled for every single game you try to put money. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's like uh, um, say. There's a new RPG that's that's um, being kickstarted or figged, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> Get figged. <laughs> Get figged, y'all. Can I fig you? Yo, hit me up with that fig link. Uh, uh, so you know, you know, it's being crowdfunded and stuff. But then there's other companies like other indie devs or people who are just independently wealthy. They're like, I want to invest in this game. Um, so they do. I want to fig this. I want to fig this. I'm so basically, uh, these investors would get uh, a cut of the uh, profits for that the, that the game itself would bring in. Uh, one of the stipulations, though, to be an investor is that you have to have at least a million dollars or something like that. So, so how are they verifying that you have at least a million dollars exactly? Apparently... There, uh, the people, the people who want to be investors or whatever, have to c- 
going from this panel of game developers, Tim Schafer, these other people, and they have to discuss, is this person... The thing about that panel Tim is Schaefer, that... The, right? Good to see here's, here's the thing. The thing about that panel, all right, is that you're wearing masks. You enter a building uh, through a secret knock, and there's just naked people doing each other randomly. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise is walking in another hallway also, um, and he's trying to figure out what's happening, just like the investor walking in. So that's the panel. Uh, eyes wide yeah, shut. Yeah, that was Stanley eyes Kubrick. Wide shut. Uh, that was, I believe, yeah. Kubrick's last movie. Uh, Before he, he, died. he died during the editing process. Did you know he wrote uh, 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 AI, artificial intelligence, Steven Spielberg? Did he really? Yeah. I yeah. Didn't know that. And so Steven Spielberg tried to make a, Ku- a Kubrick film. And failed. And, you know, changed things a little bit. Failed. So. Failed horribly. Wasn't that great? No. Anyway, a panel, yeah. panel, uh, right? I, I, I don't, you know, uh, uh, I, th- my brain is fried at the moment, so I can't like recall. Okay, I've seen this. It. It's, it's, uh, it's the scene in uh, uh, Spectre in the trailer where James walks up to the panel, and then there's there's everyone shadowy, and they tell you whether or not you're thing you're a millionaire or not. Yeah, but apparently there's going to be just a long vetting process uh, for every potential investor and for every game that's going to be on Fig. Apparently, only one game at a time will appear uh, on Fig at a time. I still Until the game's completed. At a time, if you, yeah, apparently that's like what that's what they're shooting for. So, so, so you wouldn't get a situation where there's one Fig for this game, and then the second fig for another game that that same company wants to work on. <coughs> Double fine. Um, <laughs> so it's to it's stop things like that from happening. So there's only going to be one game at a time going to be figged. And when that when that campaign's done, then the next figged game comes up, and then it just goes like that until, you know, games come out, apparently. It's kind of like the Humble Bundle, you know? A humble yeah. bundle of non-existent video games until supposedly they're made. Yeah. Well, I, I think this... It. Here's the thing. I feel like this puts more responsibility on the, the developers to actually finish it. Uh, because now they have investors, not just like people they've scammed with fake prizes, like stickers and stuff like that. I feel like um, because these people have more money... They have more power to f these people up if they don't pay up. Uh, so that's right away. I feel like kind of solves a lot of the issues uh, between the scammers, like that guy with the from Washington with the that deck of cards, and he's just like, "I'm on a boat. I'll get you your cards back. Don't worry. I'll give you your cards. Just keep giving me money." Uh, well, anyway, he uh, separate issue. Kickstarter got sued. Uh, Washington won. Now he has to pay up a bunch of people a lot of money. Anyway. Uh, I think it'll it'll stop a lot of that, and I and I actually like the idea that it's just one at a time, so that people don't do like how you were talking about, kind of like Double Pine had like a bunch of projects on Kickstarter, right? Um, it'll yeah, kind of slow that down. You see, there's an issue of a certain person who is on on the panel, who is in charge of that company that fucked it up. Yeah, twice, I feel I feel like uh, I feel like he's he's uh, he's learned. You know, and he's like, "All right, so obviously it didn't work out." So, but uh, but to 
in general, I find Tim Schafer a good yeah. guy. So I I hope and, and, that he's and, learned. And and to, and to be general. fair, wow. And to <laughs> and and to be fair, uh, Tim Schafer Double Fine happened? is whoa, not whoa. the only uh, company or person that would that made multiple Kickstarters before certain games were funded. Uh, I'm looking at you, KG Nafune. Yeah. I mean, Mighty mm-hmm. Number no. 9 is still not out yet, but you launched two Kickstarters for, one for Red Ash, the game, and Red Ash, the anime. Like, what? what's happening here? I have yeah. contributed to exactly See, that's what I'm talking about. See, that's the thing I'm talking about. It'll help stop that, you know, shenanigans. This is just a game, all right? Because that's ridiculous. Yeah. But I still want to play money number and, nine. And and full disclosure, there's only two things I've ever crowdfunded. One is uh, a Bard's Tale four, and two is this uh, very very fantastic indie movie called Way Down. What? Yeah, I don't know if you guys ever heard of it, but it's a uh, it's this movie about a man who's trying to reconnect with his son, and it's very good. There's music and stuff involved. Full disclosure: uh, the person saying this uh, right now is was, had a part in the movie, uh, but he was ultimately cut from the yes, movie. Yes, I was, <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not mad about that uh, outwardly. <laughs> Full disclosure: is it bad that he was a he was a stunt double for another person? He's he kind didn't really look like, but happened to be African American. <laughs> Close enough. I don't think you and Randy look the we same. Don't. Uh, we don't. really don't. Yeah. But the we thing, don't. hey, listen, listen, Maybe the guy, the, like, the guy's far, old. Far, okay, far how away. would he know? You're wearing a hoodie. It's true. Okay, you're wearing a hoodie. Also, you're like in a few scenes, and you there's a there's a private game called Spot Jordan. Yep. So if you can spot him uh, a few amount of times, you win. It's it. I have I have a very small character arc. <laughs> you have to spot me a few times to to get it. Um. God, this old guy just touched me on the shoulder. What's he? What's he all about? I'm gonna go watch his show. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. I, I, want you to know yeah. I want you to know that full disclosure. This is not the, about video games anymore. You full disclosure. Everything along. The second kick, the latter Kickstarter he was mentioning was successful and was actually complete, but I still haven't released the prizes. <laughs> Because because and I can't release my see movie. Everybody, the evils kickstarted. You yeah, do not listen. Get the shit that you're over. It's a technicality because I can't <laughs> give out my movie to the people who supported me because I can only give it out after my movie's been released. True. I'm, I'm it's a catch twenty two. So when it's like dang. Released, uh, when all the festivals say no to me. <laughs> Which is a sad thing that's been happening a lot lately. Uh, I can tell you what. Every, uh, the last festival is in October. So after that, I send all the movies out. And I'll be like, F it. Y'all get to see it. But technically, everyone who supported me has seen the movie already. Yeah. <laughs> so, take that, Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> in your face, Kickstarter. Yeah, beat the system, man. <laughs> just fig it, Kedji and Fumi. Just give me that game, and then I'll stop talking. I really about want it. to play Mighty Number no. Nine. I had like full disclosure. He's my uncle. So there you go. I only contributed to one Kickstarter, and that is 
Shenmue 3. I probably won't see that shit for at least another two years. Are you sure two years? Probably three years. It's it's fine. That game is that that game was already in development. It was. In uh, case some of you youngins don't know, which we're youngins, so I don't know. That's where the quick time events started out, you know? Yep. That's like that's like heavy Warfall rain before heavy rain was heavy time. rain. Before heavy rain was heavy rain. It's uh, rain. Excuse me. It, indigo prophecy is what I meant to say. Heavy rain or, is terrible, terrible. What was it? Fahrenheit nine nine eleven or something? I don't. No, that's a that's a <laughs> no, movie. That's a movie. <laughs> indigo prophecy's original name was like Fahrenheit something. Uh... Fahrenheit 9-11 was a movie by a, a fat a guy book. with a beard. I can't remember his name. Michael Sorry, I don't mean to say fat. I mean to say guy who just is a jerk uh, and stuff. Who? What's his name? Michael Moore. Michael Moore. That guy. He's he's a jerk. I know he's a jerk. I think so. Yeah, right? no people. A lot of people say I don't he's know. a jerk. I don't know him. I'm just uh, saying all this stuff. Blanket statements over uh, more. I've mm-hmm. heard a lot of people say that he's video a jerk. Game. Uh, speaking of video games with jerks in it. <laughs> Uh, the open beta for Call of Duty Black Ops 3 uh, happened <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> I like that one. That was good. That was a good transition. I'm not even mad. <laughs> that was a good transition. Um, so I, I I I played a little bit of it. It's 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 fun. Uh, have you have you guys have you guys tried it? Are you guys interested no. in Call of Duty at all? No. I'm I'm interested in this one. Okay. So let me tell you a few things about the uh, about Call of Duty Black Ops. So this was a multiplayer open beta. At first, it was a closed beta for people who pre-ordered the game or whatnot. But they opened it up for the, for the weekend. You know, people were playing it, having a good time. So I'm enjoying it so far. I, I like the things that they changed. I like the things that they tweaked. You know, I play every Call of Duty every single year. So uh, to the uninitiated, it's Call of Duty. It's just Call of Duty. Uh, to those who play the games, deal with it. Yeah, to the people who actually play the games, um, it is Call of Duty, but there's a lot of things that are different about it. Um, of course, it's taking some cues from you know last year's Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, so the people have thrusters now, but it's not exosuits. So in Advanced Warfare, you can you have a double jump and you can like boost jump and stuff like that, but in Black Ops. You only have thrusters, so you can jump and then jump. Your second jump has a jetpack on it, so you can like um, hover a little bit um, and extend your jump. So that's that's one of the main differences. Uh, there's also while you're sprinting and you crouch, you do like a boost slide, which is which is a nice way to get around. So vanquish. Yes, exactly vanquish. Um, uh, what what else? Um, Oh, so now uh, there's a sort of a, in Advanced Warfare there's like a character creation thing where you can like uh, um, uh, customize what your character looks like and all that good stuff. But in Black Ops Three, well, I've never had that in game before, right? <laughs> uh, but in Black Ops Three, oh boy, uh, I can't wait to never see that character that I created ever again because it's in first person move. <laughs> so what they did in uh, Black Ops Three is that. Uh, you pick a specialist. There's like five specialists that are that are um, uh, available to you right when you start. Then you unlock uh, others as you progress through the game. Uh, I think there's like ten or eleven specialists altogether. But anyway, so the specialist is that's who you're gonna be playing as. So when you pick your specialist, they have their own special abilities and stuff, which I'll get into that in a bit. 
uh, pick your specialist, and then you can, of course, create your class. So you have your different guns, your different loadouts, all that good stuff. You're actually in the game. You're playing. You have score streaks and everything, as usual, Call of Duty. Uh, you unlock more score streaks as you level up, and you get unlock tokens. Um, same thing for guns and attachments and uh, accessories. Um, so... The special abilities that every specialist has is different from the score streaks. So um, there's a score streak meter. So as you're killing people, your score streak slowly builds over time. And then there is uh, um, the specialist abilities that that's another meter that fills up over time. Uh, the more people you kill. So I played as the outrunner, which is a bow wielding badass woman who um, shoots exploding bolts at people, which it's fun. Uh, there's a grenade launcher woman. There is a guy with a charge rifle that shoots electricity that kills people in one shot if you can land it. I would have liked it if you would have said there's a guy with a Charizard. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> That's would be awesome. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> Suddenly fucking Pokemon. This might actually make Call of Duty interesting. Oh, shots fired. Arrows fired. <laughs> oh! Yeah, so, Charizard's you know... fired. You know, it, it, th- this is just... Treyarch trying to make Call of Duty fresh and new, and they did it by adding the specialist to it, which it does add a new layer to the gameplay. Um, but otherwise, yeah, feels like a Call of Duty game. Feels fun. Feels great. See, that's uh, Treyarch making a Call of Duty game and actually making it different. Yeah. Next year, <laughs> it'll go back to the same old shit that it always is. Yeah, next year... Isn't there one more other team making that we haven't seen a game from? No, we have. Uh, so there's there's three teams now. There is uh, Treyarch, the original. Then there's Infinity Ward, which is the secondary original. Yeah. And then there's now Raven Studios. So um, we started this cycle with Infinity Ward, which made Call of Duty Ghosts, which is by far the worst Call worst. of Duty game mm-hmm. ever. Like, that thing is so freaking bad. Uh, story like uh, single player wise and multiplayer wise uh, then single ladies wise all my single ladies all my single ladies and then the second game was from Raven Software which made Advanced Warfare which is a good game that's like one of my favorite Call of Duty games and then now now it's Treyarch that's coming out with Black Ops 3 of course they're continuing the Black Ops uh, trilogy sure. kind of kind of quadrilogy at this point because Technically, World at War is a part of World the Black, War is Black Ops yeah. uh, storyline. Um, I got, I got a question. So it's like, where what, do they go back to World War Two, or should no. they go to World War One? No, let's go. World let's War kick it back. War. Civil War. No, wait, Mesopotamia. <laughs> let's do Mesopotamia. You know All what's right. funny though but, is that like, like ancient stuff with swords and bows would actually work better than Civil War. Yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I just like right now. Like, Civil War would I like how a lot of people pointing guns at each other and missing. That would be a that would be <laughs> such an amazing game. <laughs> I'm just sitting there for like five minutes reloading. Oh, I'm gonna so catch I, you. I asked this question because I know how all of them. I don't know if all of them got together and say, "Hey, all of us, let's make the games in the future." But each of us, let's make it consecutively more in the future. So, are they just gonna keep one upping each other until it's like Star Infinity Trek? I think Infinity War is uh, just gonna stuck. Stick to boring, normal crap. Yeah, no. In Infinity Ward's, uh, well, even that was a little bit in the future. It, it was technically it in the was, future, but yeah. there wasn't a lot of like advanced technology. Yeah, yeah. 
But there were dogs. There were dogs, dogs. definitely. That was the there best part dogs. of the game. Next-gen dogs. And fish that swam out of your way. Yes. Oh, oh my god. Watch oh, the like, Next-gen. But it, it is just fucking pathetic when that's like your big selling point of your game is, we have fish. Oh, fuck. We have fish that move out of your way when you swim near them. And then I've you... never seen fish in a video game before. Holy shit, this changes my first-person shooter so much. And then you splice in the video of Mario 64 with Mario swimming and the fish moving out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I've noticed like more and more though with, with more games is, is you see like some feature that somebody did a long time ago and for whatever reason the industry just forgot about it and then they like somebody like you know Infinity War will pop up and be like look at this crazy thing we, we invented like no like somebody did that fucking 20 years ago where have <laughs> you been you know like especially playing Homeworld again I'm just like wow okay there's a lot of stuff in this game that I saw in other games, and they said this was the hot new shit that they came up with. I seen it. I seen through your lies. I seen it. I seen it all. I seen it. Well, anyway, like I'm looking, I'm looking forward to Call of Duty. I mean, I'm gonna. Of course, I mostly just play it for the single player now. Um, yeah. Because I always have fun with the single player because all the craziness that happens in every single one of them. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in it just because I like the aesthetics of it. Like I like how yeah. everything looks. It looks really cool. I, 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 Art style wise, yeah. I'm I, down with that sort of thing. I, I like how their their marketing campaign is basically uh, this world is Deus Ex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. When I first saw, it, I was like, oh, Ooh. somebody took some pages from that book. Ooh. Yes, that reminds me of news. Ah, uh, there were Deus Ex posters out in New York City over the weekend well, that are advertising Mankind Divided. You can't kill progress. Mm-hmm. And they're all pretty cool looking, mm-hmm. so you guys should go look them up. Because I think it's probably tied to another ARG. Yes, maybe. Ar- Ar- yeah, probably. I mean... They started with I Love Bees, and now they won't stop. Everyone wants to do one. Didn't start with I Love Bees, but anyway, whatever. It started. What? Let me let me roll back a little here. bit. Ar, uh, my my context of everything begins when I know about it. Nope. So I love these <laughs> was the first one. All right. You're honest, Civil Sergio. Civil War was the first American War. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm. God created the world, and then He created America, and then everything happened. That's pretty much how <laughs> I I learned about it. As far as I know, also, if uh, you don't need to read Dante's Inferno, you could just play the game. Same thing. True. Very true. I mean, if you want to read Dante's Inferno, that is a long, long, long book. Or you could just wait also, till the movie that's coming out. There is a movie coming There's out. There's a Dante's movie. Inferno. Yes. Dang. Based uh, on the video side note, game. Not on the book. Based on the, on the freaking video game. Wait, really? Real. Please based wait, on the real? Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, that's yes. that's a real fact. Yes, it is a real fact. <laughs> I'm listen. I'm not even joking. I'm so down for this movie. I am now. I ha- now I'm in. <laughs> I I own this video game. I own the special edition that has the actual book, in- Inferno from Dante's uh, Divine Comedy. Really? In it. Yeah. So like, I love that game. Uh, for no good reason. It's a, <laughs> it's just a blatant copy. Like we should just make a God of War game. It is, you yeah. know, they took the, they took the gods over there. We got 
Uh, we got God, regular God. So let's just do the same. It, thing. It's it's basically God of War. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! You fight the devil, and he has a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> As, like, as the devil does. Spoiler alert. You know how they have ragdoll physics? Guy? That game really had ragdoll oh, physics yeah. on the devil's deal. <laughs> uh, Dante's Inferno is basically a mashup of God of War and Marlo Briggs. <laughs> <laughs> they even have the they even have him screaming the entire time, just like uh, just like uh, Kratos. He's just it, he's just constantly. What, uh, Beatrice, where are you, Beatrice? And then all these naked things are are walking around. Beatrice, I, I'll, I don't know why, but in my in my mind, I just thought he was running around screaming, "Ares, come out here!" He probably did on accident. He was just like, "Fuck!" So I mean, uh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> sorry, Beatrice. whatever the god is that I'm supposed to be mad at this time around. Beatrice, but no, it's it's a super fun game. Uh... What I would have loved, though, was like a, a one of those double endings because they have like they have your evil powers and your good powers. Like, yeah. Depending on what powers you would have used more, I, that would have been awesome. And plus, you had the ability to like save people or damn them, yeah. which in the after like in retrospect did absolutely no. nothing. <laughs> but uh, like it would have been cool if like if you kind of liked how was Bioshock. As fuck. Just say the the what. The one where you can, the power where you can shoot crosses out of your freaking. Oh body. yeah, it's super overpowered until you get to the devil. Then your powers are useless, and you just I have. I still you, beat him. I it took me a long time to beat him with the with the cross powers. I had to. Yeah, like, I, had, I fought him a million times. Hey, did we mention that I'm not good at video games? <laughs> uh, here you go. Well, if you don't if you don't believe that, you should watch Sergio Gets Hard on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I'm who I'm winking at. <laughs> Sergio just nodded his head in agreement. Jordan Dude. did a very sensual Salacious. wink. Do we know who's directing this uh, Dante's Inferno? No, I don't think so. Okay, I don't know if that amounts. Uh, yeah. Also, it probably would have been a boring ass movie if they would have done it on Dante's Inferno. The, the Divine Comedy, like the Divine. Comedy I was going to see the sequel to Dante's Inferno, which was supposed to be Dante's Paradise, what? and he was going to be working his way up to heaven, and it was going to be yeah, he was yeah, absolutely nonsensical because it made no fucking sense in the books either. <laughs> I would have. That's the thing. It's like I was. I was so pumped for a sequel because I was like, "Fuck yeah, Burgatory. more levels!" Except going up, and then th- it was supposed to be a trilogy. Yeah. And then the last one was I don't know. Heaven. He fights everybody. So in the heaven second one was Purgatory, and all the levels yes. of Purgatory. And then the there's like one seven of those, or so. or there nine. Nine. I think there's nine levels in all. Or no, twelve. There's seven in hell. Seven levels in hell. Nine levels of Purgatory. Five levels of heaven? Yeah, there's like way less in the heaven one. Yeah. Huh. He's killed the devil. I don't know what else he's going to do. Kill God. Kill God. <laughs> the God didn't do anything. He's just like, this Dante she's is fine where she's at. Sergio. Okay. He's pissed. Because he killed the devil? <laughs> I he, had, he had to, to fight, fight the, the devil. devil. Did you see his dick? <laughs> Did you see his dick? The devil was waving his dick in front of Dante the whole fight. So Dante is just like, God damn it, God, you made this asshole. You gave him this thing. 
I'm sure that's why I couldn't beat him the first time because I was just like, wow, he can helicopter real good. It was it was like trying to get through Watchmen, where just Doctor Manhattan's dick is just swinging there, and that's the only thing you can look at. That was literally my problem with the Watchmen movie: is I could not stop staring at the blue. He brought new meaning to the term blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna learn today, you're gonna learn what a big blue dick look like today. <laughs> that's that that's the part when Owlman turned into like a racial stereotype of like a Southern Baptist. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> yeah, well, of course you can go to the uh, to the uh, to the prom as long as you go take this this uh, shotgun with you. Don't let him touch you. I'm gonna tell you right now. You know. I don't know what impression that was. All right, let's, I don't know. Uh, let's keep going. That was that was my interpretation of a Southern Baptist uh, okay. guy. Video games. Video games. Are you saying Southern Baptist people don't play video games? They probably don't actually. If they're part of the Baptist that's church, say, video games are a sin, Sergio. Yeah, that's a that's a very that's a very controversial topic, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, we're, that we're skating around. Let's, uh, let's but, move on. For the record, their no, their numbers are doing that, that's video true. game release But before we get there, I, I believe uh, uh, Cody wanted to talk about some controversy. controversy. Windows Ten. Whoa, man! Oh, yeah. Hey, there's just been a little bit of controversy about uh, whether or not Windows can... I guess somebody was going through their, their terms and conditions and whatnot, and saw some kind of a reference to an ability to disable illegal-slash-unwarranted uh, software. So, of course, that immediately went, <coughs> pirated games, can they take stuff off my computer that I installed just because they think it's pirated? Or, there's also the, it's like, you know, hey... Somebody made third-person drivers for my pl- PlayStation 4 controller. Oh, we don't we don't want you to be able to do that on Windows. Disabled. Stuff like that. But uh, it's gone back and forth, back and forth. And I think what the consensus is right now is it's only their own software. So if you, like, pirate went, like, Word or something, they'd be like, hey, fuck you, man. Turn that <laughs> shit off. But, you know, that, of course, got everybody all in a tizzy, and that was already on top of the other uh, freak-out that everybody's been having about just how much information about what you do on your computer, your files, things like that, Windows is uh, sending back to their house, you know? Spoiler alert, lots. Lots of it. <laughs> um, so, for the release list, uh, the these are the games that are coming out uh, this week, uh, the week of August 23rd, 2015. Uh, um, start on Tuesday. We have Until Dawn on PS4, which is uh, basically a teenage slasher flick that you get to control. So you get to make all the decisions. It's up to you whether or not all these teenagers survive Until Dawn. Or not. Or not. Uh, So, I like the concept of it. Um, I'm not going to get it at release. I'll probably get it somewhere later down the line. But it looks like a really fun game to play. If you're into... Lots of quick timey events like uh, heavy rain, like we talked about earlier. Um, then there's V V V V V V V on August twenty on August twenty fifth for uh, Vita and PS four. Fun uh, game. That that that's a um, platformer, right? Where yeah. there's awful things trying to kill you. And it's really difficult. Yeah, <laughs> it's very difficult. Then there's Steins Gate for PS three and Vita, which is a 
JRPG, I believe. Uh, exactly. Based off, based off a. Um, well, I know there's the anime for Steins Gate, um, yeah. which I haven't watched yet. I heard it's pretty good, actually. Uh, Madden NFL 16, uh, 2016, or NFL 16, is out August 25th. Uh, PS4 and PS3, just for PS4 and PS3. <laughs> really? Not Xbox. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, maybe, maybe Xbox? Question mark. <laughs> We'll find out later, I guess. Uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition comes out on the X-Bone, Xbox One, August 25th. Uh, did you guys see the remastered trailer for for uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition? Uh, I, isn't it just like a, a redone version of the original one? Yep, that's exactly what it is. Which I think is genius. Yeah, that, that's exactly what they should do, because the first trailer is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Then Amnesia... Colon memories for Vita. What are you saying, Shane? Madden NFL is coming out on Xbox 360 and Xbox One. All right, confirmed. Uh, uh, Madden's coming out for all consoles, not PC though. Because uh, nope. why? Uh, <laughs> uh, Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax. Oh, I love that game. <laughs> that is definitely definitely for That's PS3. Definitely something that you want to fight. Yeah, um, I think it's also for Vita. Uh, Capsule Force for PS4, which looks like a anime-ish indie game. Oh, uh, pixely anime indie game. Sure. PS4. <laughs> uh, One Piece Pirate Warriors 3, PS4 and Vita. That's a One Piece-inspired fighting game in the vein of the awful J-Stars uh, all, All-Star Battle whatever. The one that had all the anime characters together? Yeah, and it's not good. That is not a good game. <laughs> Uh, Ascendant for PS4, which I have no idea what that is. No. Uh, Back to Bed, which I'm actually writing a review for, uh, for PS4, PS3, and Vita. See, it's a fun game. It's an isometric <coughs> platformer with the really surrealist uh, art style. Fun game. I beat it in like two hours, though. Uh, I Am Bread for PS4. <laughs> That's going to be... Great game. Fantastic. Bad. Uh, the Mega Man Legacy Collection comes out for PS4 August 25th, which that's what I, I want that so bad. Oh, man. Uh, Shut Shimi. Shut Shimi. Like Sushimi, but... Shut Shimi is a shoot 'em up without a gun, a shotgun wielding fish with arms. And he smokes a cigar. Sold. That's for PS4 and Vita. Uh, the Dishonored Definitive Edition comes out for <coughs> PS4 and uh, Xbox One. Yep. Uh, Calvino Noir, which I have no idea what that is. Uh, it's, looks like a noir, Detective Noir game. Yep. A stealth adventure game inspired by film noir. There you go. Uh, Nova 111, PS4. Runbow for Wii U <laughs> on August 27th. And Satellite Rain for PC, Mac, and Linux on August 28th. No Ooh. idea what most of these games are. <laughs> a real-time class-based strategy game set in a cyberpunk open world. That sounds kind of cool, actually. That Yeah, sounds pretty interesting, actually. <laughs> hmm. Should probably take a look at that later. And that is the release list, which means we are one week away, guys. One week away 
from Metal Gear Solid <laughs> from Five Mad Max. Wrong one, sorry. Yeah, nope. I was Mad Mad Max. Mad Max. We're just we're, just, we're trying to gather as much hype for Mad Max because it needs it. Because it needs it. <laughs> I want it to do good. I, I really do. do. I do. Me I too. want it to be a good game, and I want it to do well. I enough. want Avalanche yeah. to get the props that they deserve as a studio. I, I feel like they're they're Mad Max is, is exactly shooting for do well enough. Yes, that's, uh, uh, that's the best that they can hope for, honestly. Because Metal Gear is going to. We have the okay. reviews out for Metal Gear, and it's apparently a masterpiece. So I'm curious to see what the reviews for Mad Max are going to be. You will find out on the day of release because Warner Brothers is terrible about review embargoes. Very, very true. So that brings us to my favorite section. What are you playing? What are you looking forward to? We talked about a lot of those things already, but let's talk about them more in depth. Starting. With Cody. What are you playing? What are you looking forward I'm to? I'm literally <coughs> playing Shadowrun Hong Kong right now. Like this very fun. second. Yeah, I just started my second playthrough. <coughs> it's, uh, it's pretty good. Um, I love this universe. and The first game was kind of... Uh, the second game was pretty good, though a little bit long. And This one was kind of... I feel like third time's a charm. You know, where they, yeah. they... The combat's finally in a really fun, good spot. The story was interesting without getting long-winded. You know, I never finished the last one because it just dragged on forever. It was good, but it was just like, I got shit to do. (laughs) I don't want to just sit. If I want (laughs) to read a book, I'll read a book. Like, goddamn. Yeah. But this is pretty good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's rare that I do a second playthrough of a game, let alone a second playthrough immediately after the first. So I think that speaks for itself. Um... But yeah, been playing that. Um, the the little thing about Cantonese at the very start of the podcast was actually become a thing with me and my friend who uh, plays it as well. That uh, the very f- I was talking to him about, you know, it's weird that this game doesn't have voice actors. I'm so spoiled after stuff like Witcher where everything's voice acted. I don't want to look at these walls of text. It'd be really good if this game had a voice actor. In the very first line of text, one of the enemies says in the game, it's just in brackets, and it says, shouting in Cantonese. <laughs> I'm like, that would have been a good spot for a voice actor. I'd like to actually hear somebody speak some Cantonese here. I think it probably might just help just to have Banjo-Kazooie sounds. Yeah, something. <laughs> That's close enough to Cantonese for me. So. Oh, Jesus <laughs> close. I was talking about everybody. So, uh, but yeah, so I mean, now that's our new thing. Sniping in Cantonese, eating in Cantonese, <laughs> wiping in Cantonese. in Cantonese. So, all that good stuff in Cantonese. And of course, yeah. the thing that I think we're all waiting for, Metal Gear. Oh, yes. It's happening. It's happening. We've got balls of steel. <laughs> <laughs> in Cantonese. <laughs> oh lord in Cantonese okay so you so you just playing uh, you've just been playing Shadowrun yeah I mean Elder Scrolls here and there but uh, for the most part it's been uh, it's been a pretty good Shadowrun time I'm enjoying that game I really I, the characters and stuff are just great you know and one of your characters is literally a walking zombie He's like intelligent, and he's a zombie samurai. Okay. And 
most games, if you walked into a public place with a, a fucking zombie character, they would just be like, oh, whatever, no big deal. But there's at least three conversations in the game where you walk in and talk to somebody and they immediately just go, oh, what the fuck, it's a zombie! <laughs> And you have to, like, talk your way through it. Like, there was this one time I was trying to get into this party to meet this celebrity actor, and you have to talk to the guy at the door, and he was like, holy shit, what the fuck, it's a zombie. I'm like, dude, calm down, can't you tell it's a, it's a, this is the actor, he's got makeup on, and my guy, uh, Gaichu, the, the zombie guy, immediately is like, yes, they worked very hard on this makeup. And he's like, wow, really? Is this for, like, a new show or something? And you have, he gives you, like, a bunch of choices for what the show is. I uh, I picked Chop Chop Kitchen. It's a show about a cannibal cook who cuts up the competition and eats them. And the guy was like, "That's amazing! I'm gonna totally tell everybody about this show." And the guy was, like, and guy she says, "Oh wow, that'd be very kind of you. Thanks." And he just walks off like, you know, <laughs> just a normal day, day in the hood, and it, you know, in the in the shadows. That sounds go. like like superb writing there. Yeah, <laughs> I really. I you know I just I bring him with me everywhere because I want to know, I want to get to that point where everybody just loses their shit that there's a fucking zombie standing. <laughs> so it's a good time, good time, good times indeed. Uh, so Sergio, uh, what are you playing? What are you looking forward to? Cody's mm, apparently not really looking forward to anything. Yeah, I'm not really planning on playing anything. In the near just future. done with video games. Bye. I'm, yeah, I'm done. I mean, that's uh, fair because like nothing's coming out. So, yeah. Metal Gear Solid fools. I'm excited <laughs> for that. I'm excited for it. Like just, just like like people are excited for air, air, war, peace, love, children, things like that, a new phone, uh, all that stuff. But um, I haven't been really pay- playing too much because. Uh, uh, I'm gonna be teaching at at uh, at a at a university for a little bit. That's uh, right. It's less it's less impressive than it sounds right there, um, but uh, so I'm just preparing for that. So I've been able to play anything. I do plan on keeping going because because apparently I only have a when I say a few I mean like four more bosses. Is that what it is? Four more bosses left. Um, I think something that's what like you said that last time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like around four to five more bosses left until the end. So I'm getting, I'm getting there, which is many more bosses than I thought I'd ever beat in this game. So <laughs> uh, that's exciting. Um, but yeah, just uh, Dark Souls, uh, Dark Souls in it up. Um, Robo then, Sergio. Oh, Robo Sergio. Oh. Can't get through one podcast without happening. Robo Sergio. Yeah, you, huh? you went Robo for a second there. But it's fine. Oh, okay. We're recording audio separately, so it's it's fine. <laughs> so we wouldn't even be able to tell. But no, no, I uh, Dark Souls ended up. I'm super excited for that. Uh, just the game. I never thought I'd like the game as much as I do. Um, but also, I just can't wait for uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid to ruin my life. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. It will. It will. Gonna ruin my life socially, uh, academically, um, everythingly. Everythingly. Everythingly indeed. Shane, what are you playing? What are you looking forward to? Uh, I have been playing <coughs> Rocket League. Which Rocket League. I still want to play that game. I hear it's great. It's, it's an amazing a great game. 
It's fun. It's so good. <laughs> Mostly I've been playing it because it just is easy to jump into for like a few hours and then jump out of. So, uh, that's pretty much it for playing. I'm going to try and do another episode of D4 Dark Dark dreams, dreams don't die. Don't die. Yep. Yep. And then hopefully once I finish Dark Dreams Don't Die, I will also be playing I Am Brett. Ooh. <laughs> It'll be terrifying. Bread. Uh, you are bread, well I got balls of balls. steel. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to Mad Max, Mountain Gear Solid 5. And a little game called Soma that comes out at the end of September. Yes. Soma. Oh, and XCOM 2. I have to yes. keep mentioning XCOM 2 until November. Do you want to see my fancy footwear? Don't worry no. about it. <laughs> I wasn't even listening to the song. Jordan, what are you looking, playing and looking forward to? What am I playing? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Shane. I have been playing a Rare Replay. Um, I put up a video called Jordan Gets Old on our like YouTube it. channel. Uh, I play three games from Rare Replay. Um, Jetpack, uh, Lunar Jetman, and Attic Attack. Uh, spoiler alert, two of those three games are awful. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, Rare didn't have like a 500 type of you know, career. Yes. Uh, weird thing was, um, I I played Jetpack like years and years ago, but I didn't know the name of the game. So when I played it, like on Rare Replay, I it kind of blew my mind. I was like, I remember this game from, but I don't know, like uh, when I played it first, and it, was, it came out in 1983, which is <laughs> way older than me. Um, <laughs> just a bit. Just a bit. Uh, so yeah, that was that was, was an interesting time, but yeah, two of those three games, not 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 good. Um, I've also been playing Everybody's Gone to the Rapture on PS4. Uh, you can watch those videos on YouTube as well. Um, Jordan is a loner because Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Um, what else have I played? I'm still playing Galaxy a little bit here and there. Um, I haven't really had time to play much else because you know uh, work and I've been sick i did, was at a convention over the weekend yeah uh nerdcon uh yep that's all i'm playing yes uh what i'm looking forward to of course is Mel gear solid 5 the phantom pain uh that's it's a no-brainer uh, i'm also looking forward to mad max uh soma which is not a uh concert uh venue if you live in california <laughs> it is but it's a video game Looking forward to the video game. Um, uh, what else am I looking forward to? Are you going to play the video game, Sergio? I'm... Sergio, are you going to play Soma? I don't know. No? Honestly. I uh, I don't even know what Soma is. It's a horror game by the same people who developed Amnesia. The Dark Descent. Mm. Um, nah. Jordan, are you going to play Soma? I on a am, stream? I'm 100% going to play Soma. On a stream? 
I am 100% going to play Soma. Nice. I am going to be watching you, uh, and I'm going to comment with you. I always feel like somebody's watching, watching me, and I have no privacy. Windows 10. Um, <laughs> it's Windows, Windows 10, the song. Um, of course, there's going to be Fallout 4 in November. Tomb Raider, the same day. R.I.P. Tomb Raider. Uh, I'll never get over that. <laughs> um, Call of Duty, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, Rainbow I'm Six. I'm, for there's that. a lot of games that are coming out this year, guys. I'm looking forward to all of them. Everything. Mm, mostly all of them. Mostly but anyway, thank you all so much for watching. This has been PCP, the Pixel Clips Podcast. Remember, you can find us on YouTube, on Twitch, on Facebook. On iTunes, just search, just search for Pixel Clicks Podcast, and we will pop up. You can find us on Twitter. Follow us there at Pixel Clicks Pod. That is Pixel Clicks Pod because we could not fit the cast. Uh, send us your emails and questions and stuff to our Gmail account, Pixel Clicks Podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate those whenever they come in. Um, is that all our social medias? I think that's all our social medias. Find our articles on pixelatedgeek.com. My review for Back to Bed should come up the same day as this podcast comes out on iTunes, which is the 25th on Tuesday. Uh, I think that's everything, right? Yeah. If I miss Sounds it, it'll like be it. in the credits. <laughs> so, anyway... For Sergio Lopez, Cody Franklin, and Shane Carpenter, I'm Jordan Pollock. Thank you all for watching and or listening, listening this week. Yeah. Bye. 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 I've got balls of steel. steel. Clicks podcast was created by Cody Franklin, Sergio Lopez, Shane Carpenter, and Jordan Pollock. The intro and outro music is called Dancing is Permitted by Tectonic. Do you like the show? Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitch, and subscribe to us on YouTube and iTunes. Just search for Clicks Podcast. While you're on iTunes, rate us and leave us comments so more people can find us. And read our articles on pixelatedgeek.com. Just look for our names on the bylines. Send us your questions, comments, and other things to pixelclickspodcast at gmail.com, and we might read them on the air. To see this week's shirt and get notifications of videos, follow the show on Twitter at pixelclickspod. That is pixelclickspod because we could not fit the cast. Cody Franklin is at Cody underscore Franklin underscore. Sergio Lopez is at Yes Sergio. Shane Carpenter is at Cartoonic21. And Jordan Pollock is at Jordan is a bear. You're listening to pixelatedgeek.com.